Chapter 7 of Dogs and All About Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Denise Resnick. Dogs and All About Them by Robert Layton. Chapter 7. Chapter 7. The Dalmatian. Before the Kennel Club found it necessary to insist upon a precise definition of each breed, the Dalmatian was known as the Coach Dog, a name appropriately derived from his fondness for following a carriage, for living in and about the stable, and for accompanying his master's horses at exercise. As an adjunct to the carriage, he is particularly suitable for in fine weather he will follow between the wheels for long distances without showing fatigue, keeping easy pace with the best horses. He appears almost to prefer equine to human companionship, and he is as fond of being among horses as the collie is of being in the midst of sheep. Yet he is of friendly disposition, and it must be insisted that he is by no means so destitute of intelligence as he is often represented to be. On the contrary, he is capable of being trained into remarkable cleverness, as circus proprietors have discovered. The earliest authorities agree that this breed was first introduced from Dalmatia, and that he was brought into this country purely on account of his sporting proclivities. Of late years, however, these dogs have so far degenerated as to be looked upon simply as companions or as exhibition dogs, for only very occasionally can it be found that any pains have been taken to train them systematically for gun work. The first of the variety which appeared at the show ring was Mr. James Faudry's Captain in 1873. At that period they were looked upon as a novelty and though the generosity and influence of a few admirers ensured separate classes being provided for the breed at the leading shows, it did not necessitate the production of such perfect specimens as those which a few years afterwards won prizes. At the first they were more popular in the north of England than in any other part of Great Britain. It was at Kirby Lonsdale that Dr. James's spotted dick was bred, and an early exploiter of the breed who made his dogs famous was Mr. Newby Wilson of Lakeside Windermere. He was indebted to Mr. Hugo Dross of London for the foundation of his stud, inasmuch as it was from Mr. Dross that he purchased Champion Acrobat and Champion Berolina. At a later date, the famed Coming Still and Prince Four were secured from the same kennel, the latter dog being the progenitor of most of the best liver-spotted specimens that have attained notoriety as prize-winners down to the present day. In appearance, the Dalmatian should be very similar to a pointer, except in head and marking. Still, it is not so long in muzzle, nor so pendulous in lip as a pointer. There should be no coarseness or common look about the skull, a fault which is much too prevalent. Then again, some judges do not attach sufficient importance to the eyelids, or rather sears, which should invariably be edged round with black or brown. Those which are flesh-colored in this particular 
should be discarded however good they may be in other respects the density and pureness of color in both blacks and browns is of great importance but should not be permitted to outweigh the evenness of the distribution of spots on the body no black patches or even mingling of the spots should meet with favor any more than a ringtail or a clumsy-looking heavy-shouldered dog should command attention the darker spotted variety usually prevails in a cross between the two colors the offspring very seldom having the liver-colored markings the uninitiated may be informed that dalmatian puppies are always born pure white the clearer and whiter they are the better they are likely to be there should not be the shadow of a mark or spot on them when about a fortnight old however they generally develop a dark ridge on the belly and the spots will then begin to show themselves first about the neck and ears and afterwards along the back until at about the sixteenth day the markings are distinct over the body excepting only the tail which frequently remains white for a few weeks longer the standard of points as laid down by the leading club is sufficiently explicit to be easily understood and is as follows general appearance the dalmatian should represent a strong muscular and active dog symmetrical in outline and free from coarseness and lumber capable of great endurance combined with a fair amount of speed head the head should be of a fair length the skull flat rather broad between the ears and moderately well defined at the temples i e exhibiting a moderate amount of stop and not in one straight line from the nose to the occiput bone as required in a bull terrier it should be entirely free from wrinkle muzzle the muzzle should be long and powerful the lips clean fitting the jaws moderately close eyes the eyes should be set moderately well apart and of medium size round bright and sparkling with an intelligent expression their color greatly depending on the markings of the dog in the black spotted variety the eyes should be dark black or dark brown in the liver spotted variety they should be light yellow or light brown the rim round the eyes in the black spotted variety should be black in the liver spotted variety brown never flesh color in either ears the ears should be set on rather high of moderate size rather wide at the base and gradually tapering to a round point they should be carried close to the head be thin and fine in texture and always spotted the more profusely the better nose the nose in the black spotted variety should always be black in the liver spotted variety always brown neck and shoulders the neck should be fairly long nicely arched light and tapering and free from throatiness the shoulders should be moderately oblique clean and muscular denoting speed body back chest and loins the chest should not be too wide but very deep and capacious ribs moderately well sprung never rounded like barrel hoops the back powerful loin strong muscular and slightly arched legs and feet the legs and feet are of great importance 
the forelegs should be perfectly straight strong and heavy in bone elbows close to the body four feet round compact with well-arched toes cat-footed and round tough elastic pads in the hind legs the muscles should be clean though well defined the hocks well let down nails the nails in the black spotted variety should be black and white in the liver spotted variety brown and white tail the tail should not be too long strong at the insertion and gradually tapering towards the end free from coarseness it should not be inserted too low down but carried with a slight curve upwards and never curled it should be spotted the more profusely the better coat the coat should be short dense and fine sleek and glossy in appearance but neither woolly nor silky color and markings these are most important points the ground color in both varieties should be pure white very decided and not intermixed the color of the spots of the black spotted variety should be black the deeper and richer the black the better in the liver spotted variety they should be brown the spots should not intermingle but be as round and well defined as possible the more distinct the better in size they should be from that of a sixpence to a florin the spots on head face ears legs tail and extremities to be smaller than those of the body weight dogs fifty five pounds bitches fifty pounds end of chapter seven recording by denise resnick yonkers new york denise resnick at live dot com